Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com. It's Wednesday, June 28th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. The Counter Public Art Exhibition includes large pieces of public art that comment on social issues facing St. Louis and elsewhere. They include work by Native American artists next to Sugarloaf Mound, the oldest structure in St. Louis made by humans. This land that we're on, this, this is one of the links to our past, our future, and now. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin will report on the multi-million dollar public art show. Smoke from the Canadian wildfires is in the St. Louis region. The National Weather Service says it will hang around at least through this morning. Winds will push the smoke north this afternoon and into this evening. It is causing reduced visibility in some areas, a burning smell, and poor air quality. There is an air quality alert in effect until late tonight. Pay raises for St. Louis County Council members kick in after their next election. St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports. The St. Louis County Council voted 6-0 Tuesday, doubling members' salaries from $20,000 to $40,000. The chairperson will earn $50,000. It comes after county voters approved a commission to study council salaries. The commission presented the salary proposals to the council last month. Councilman Ernie Trakis says it was a difficult vote as the county faces a more than $40 million deficit. But he says the raises are necessary as other municipal leaders across the state will still be paid more. Compensation for council members has been woefully deficient for way too long a time, and this bill doesn't even cure it completely. St. Louis aldermen are paid $72,000 a year. It would be the first increase for council members in 18 years. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio. The St. Louis Detention Facilities Oversight Board wants city officials to ask Corrections Commissioner Jennifer Clemens Abdullah to resign by Friday. In a letter to Mayor Tashara Jones and the city's interim public safety director, board members claim Clemens Abdullah has denied access to the jail and prevented them from investigating complaints. Board Chair Janice Mensa says members can't make recommendations for change without entering the jail. We need data, things that can be written down on paper. But other than that, we need our investigators to be allowed inside the facilities. It has been one year and we have not been able to investigate a single complaint. The Public Safety Office says it will contact board members about the concerns. Federal prosecutors will work with the St. Louis Circuit Attorney's Office to help clear a backlog of homicide cases. St. Louis Public Radio's Lily Holleran reports six special prosecutors started their duties yesterday. The assistant U.S. attorneys will prosecute major crimes for the St. Louis Circuit Attorney's Office while also handling their federal caseloads. Two others will be sworn in over the coming weeks and more later this summer. The newly appointed attorneys have decades of experience as St. Louis area prosecutors. St. Louis Circuit Attorney Gabe Gore says they will give the city more capacity to handle major cases. The office is trying to get back on track after a number of prosecutors left the office in the final days of former Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner, who departed in May. In Gore's first month on the job, he's hired 12 attorneys. 
I'm Lily Halloran, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Louis Public Schools officials have started removing fences with lead paint. The district is spending about $2 million on the project at 21 schools. It is funded by local, state, and federal money. Board of Education President Antoinette Tony Cousins. The funding issues was always a factor, so to be able to kind of put the dollars to good use and really focus on our fencing factors, this really gave us the opportunity to kind of go hard and really removing a lot of those challenges that we were facing. The district plans to finish the project this fall. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker has signed a bill creating a state-based marketplace for health insurance. Currently, Illinois residents access and enroll in Affordable Care Act insurance through a federal website, the State based exchange will go live in November. Pritzker says it will protect consumers from any change in federal policy. I'm suggesting that if Joe Biden were to lose re-election to a Republican, that people nationally would lose their health care coverage or lose their access to that federal exchange, but they won't lose access to the Illinois exchange. The governor also signed a measure allowing the state to modify or reject premium rate hikes determined to be unfair for individual and small group plans. Several St. Louis area law enforcement agencies are testing a cell phone app that could alert drivers when an emergency vehicle is nearby. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports the developer hope it enhances road safety. St. Louis, St. Louis County, and Jefferson County Police Departments are testing out the MakeWay app. Once it's installed on a phone, a driver can hear this when an emergency vehicle is nearby. MakeWay has detected an emergency vehicle behind. Please proceed with caution. Mike Walsh is the founder and partner for Makeway Safety Technologies. He says the app could make the road safer for police officers, firefighters, and transportation workers. The technology is intended to give our motorists increased awareness um, of their surroundings and put our emergency personnel in a safer operating envelope. Testing is expected to continue throughout the summer with the goal of rolling it out to the public in 2024. I'm Jason Rosenbaum. St. Louis Public Radio. More than two dozen artists have contributed to a massive exhibition of public art in St. Louis. Counter Public includes large sculptures, films, billboards, and sound installations. The pieces explore issues facing residents in the neighborhoods where curators placed each work of art. The exhibition runs through July 16th. As St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin reports, the show takes art out of the museum and into the streets. Thirteen counter-public participants carry long silver wind chimes up the tallest hill in Benton Park on a recent spring morning. They take turns climbing an aluminum ladder and hang the chimes on a cord tied between two trees. We got it, boys. Pulitzer Prize-winning musician Raven Chacon devised the piece. He's a member of the Navajo Nation. Moments after the final wind chime is hoisted into place, curator Risa Paleo explains the importance of the location, a park named for a prominent 19th-century champion of white westward expansion. Paleo says the installation responds to the iconic St. Louis site that was built to celebrate that expansion. Thomas Hart Benin was one of the people who made St. Louis the sort of gateway to the West, ushering in genocide across the western half of the country. And so it was really important for me to have placed this here as a sort of anti-monument, the inverse of the gateway arch. A few miles away, another art installation sits next to a much older monument, Sugarloaf Mound. 
It's the only remaining structure in St. Louis made by native inhabitants before white settlers arrived. Artist Anita Fields designed 40 pieces inspired by ceremonial platforms found in the culture of the Osage people. The brightly colored platforms are adorned with ribbons and ceramic tiles stamped with references to Osage culture. They have our ribbon work patterns that we make out of ribbon. Here's corn, very important staple in our, in our diet and culture. This is a symbol, an orthography symbol that comes from our language. The platforms are accompanied by a sound collage made by her son, Negosi Fields. I wanted to utilize some of the things that are found in our ceremonial dances. So I used a set of bells that the men tie around their legs for when we dance. I used uh, an old cassette tape of my great aunt, Lottie Shankamolo, of her speaking Osage. Negosi and Anita Fields hope visitors will gather here and sit on the platforms. Over at another counterpublic site, people are gathering at St. Louis Place Park. They're hanging out around Torquesi Dyson's large sculpture. It's accompanied by her sound design, a blend of distorted bass sounds and bright piano tunes by Scott Joplin. Her piece is a black rectangular platform, partially enclosed, with spaces for people to gather and sit down. I grew up in Chicago in their parks on the south side, so I grew up in a history with black people. We get together in public, you know? so that's what we do and enjoy each other, look at each other, talk to each other. A few counter-public pieces will stick around after the exhibition closes. Architect David Ajay is building earthwork sculptures adjacent to the Griot Museum of Black History. Artist Damon Davis commemorated the Mill Creek Valley neighborhood of St. Louis with an installation that includes the names of people who lived there before their houses were raised for development. Anita Fields, the Osage artist, says the history of a place is always present. The land holds a memory of the civilizations and the people who were there before. Because this land, this land that we're on, this, this is one of the links to our past, our future, and now. Osage Nation owns only the tallest point on Sugarloaf Mound. Just a bit further down the mound, built right onto it, sits a house under a billboard that reads, If you listen, the land speaks. I'm Jeremy Goodwin, St. Louis Public Radio. Our David Casares edited that report. Ashley Lissenby is the news director of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.